podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for $1. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Yeah, it's another week. It's another bouncer, a bouncer bunker. Even <laughs> there's been all types of bouncing going on, and uh, yeah, I had to ask the lads to be quiet there because there would have been a few things that uh, we would have been arrested over had been here when this came on and on the airwaves. Anyway, in tonight we've got Stephen, we've got Soy Mooney in from You Never Walk Alone, Irish Reds who are running the big event down in the Lansdowne Hotel today, the Bilbao game. See how I remember that side. And um, we've also got Shane in. He's back in. He missed the flight um, to Hong Kong. You'll know him as Ragnar Clavin. His English is very good. Mark Lawrence will be well impressed with that. He, he speaks really good English, Mark. He, he, he was able to go into the dressing room and he didn't get parrot at all whatsoever. Uh, we've Andy and Mr. Wilson in and we've also got James O'Regan in as well with us um, to talk all things Liverpool. And tonight we're talking about, we didn't talk about Lucas because let's be honest about it, he's shit. Um, and we didn't talk about Kater or Van Dyke because we couldn't be arsed talking about it. So we, we, we talked about ITKs and stuff um, and you'll hear that over the next few minutes. So on we go. Right, so it's the podcast. Um, it's this week's podcast. There's been lots of football since the last podcast. What when was the last one? Last Monday. And we've played twice yeah, since then. Seven yeah, so days lots, ago. <laughs> lots of football ads to talk about then, the whole thing. But the first question we have to open up the podcast tonight, um, and I've got James and I've Simone who's in, and Shane and or Ragnar, as, as he's known to everyone else in LFC. <laughs> and uh, Steve-O, Steve-O popped in, and uh, Andy's there, because Steve-O's then starting out his STI for the week. Um, anyway, right, so the first question that I wanted to put to you is, it came in from Paul Little on, on Twitter, and he, it's a good observation, and it's one worth discussing. Um, and I'm looking at the wrong phone. Basically, right? <laughs> this is going well. Uh, basically, he said, look, the Twitter, there's only one ITK on Twitter. Is that because his info is reliable or he tells us what he wants to hear? Right? And I think it's, it's a valid question to put because we've obviously gotten a bit of information that contradicts what's going on. And straight away, the amount of people who'll cut you down unless you agree 100% with certain people on Twitter is unbelievable. And they'll defend them to the, to when you're just saying, well, look, actually, there might be two, another story to this. It mightn't be right. You're not, you're not personally attacking him. So is this, Andy, is this confirmation bias? Do fans just want confirmation bias? We want to sign Keita. We want to sign VVD. And if anyone says anything that might lead us to think that we mightn't sign them, they're open for ridicule and attack. 
Um, can we be specific about who the particular people are? The ITKs? Well, the credible ones and the non-credible you ones. You can if you want, yeah. No. Yeah. So who was that referring to? Well, he, no, Paul Little didn't name names. I'd imagine he's talking about Graham Kelly. As the legitimate one. As the legitimate one. Yeah. yeah. But, but Graham kind of generally gives good news, even if it's not accurate. Right. Yeah. But my point is, is that because, is, is it that because he's legitimately one who's getting information or is it because the news that he tells us is the information that the fans want to hear? Um, I would say, yeah, I would say because he brings good news, he's quite popular. Yeah. Um, it's rare he'd say we're not signing that player. It's mm-hmm. always, we're going to sign and be an exciting yeah. prospect. So, yeah. I don't think fans want to hear bad ITK news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, I think, is quite normal. Okay, so then, then at least the one. So then, obviously, there's there's a lot of people then who regurgitate the information. Yeah. Right. Right. So, but I think uh, so. <clears throat> someone who is definitely more credible than Graham will be Pierce, James Pierce. Yeah. Okay. And he gets a lot of hate because because he, has... he can't confirm things for fans that they want to hear. Mm-hmm. He'll say it's not happening or it's a long way off or whatever, and. The abuse he gets for it is, it's, it's juvenile. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he works basically alongside the club and whatever he gives is the most up-to-date and accurate information. And that's his job, isn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, I'll put it, so like, you, you'll be, you, you know a few of the lads as well and a few of the journalists and stuff like that. But it, 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 does, it, does your mind boggle at times when you see some of the stuff that's on social media? It does, but it's... Be honest, this time of season I sort of switch off the likes of Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that, just to listen to all the drivel that goes on. You're being linked with every different player under the sun. But the one I used to be mainly follow all the time really was Tony Barrett. But now since he's moved into his new role with the club, you're no longer gonna get his stories. Paul Joyce seems to be another one now that's up and under that people seem to be listening an awful lot towards. But mm. it's sort of what way you take it yourself. You follow who you want to follow. If you think it's gonna be true, so be it. If it's not, just move along. But mm. until that signed on the dotted line. That's just basically it. That's the way I look at it. Stephen, you have you've a take on, on, on the whole thing? On in the nose? On, the, every, on everything? Yeah, listen. Um, very opinionated. My, my, I'm, I'm always very opinionated. Um, it's what I hear. Well, yeah, probably so. Um, in terms of James Pearson, I've said it um, a few times about James. The thing I like about him is that you get a rounded view from him. And lots of people don't like that. And lots of people, as Andy said, give him a lot of abuse. But I'd rather somebody that... that gives it to you straight, regardless of whether it's good news or bad news, mm. you know, rather than just having somebody, and that's no, it's honestly no dig at anybody in particular, but if there's just somebody who's only pumping positive stories, because in my mind, that's just trying to generate followers, just trying to generate interest in your in your Twitter page or, or your website, whatever you have. Um, with James Pierce, Jim Boardman goes the exact opposite. He steps out of it. If you ever notice, Jim steps out of it completely for the summer nearly. He doesn't get involved in the rumor mills. And, and I've spoken to him about it um, off, sort of, uh, off, off social media. And he just said he has no time for it. He just doesn't want to get involved in all the shite that is the summer, where mm. it's just constantly stuff being made up, him getting told some information, even from reliable sources that he then doesn't know what to do with, whether it's, it's credible or not. So... You know, I, I yet again respect him because he decides, you know what, I, I report on football nine months of the season. 
for the crazy end of it. I'm just going to, like you say, kind of, he steps back and, and just has his summer to himself. And it's probably the easiest thing to do because as a journalist, you're on a hiding to nothing. You know, as, as somebody on Twitter who gets a bit of information and you bang it up. And, and you know what? For all the slagging I give and gave Graham Kelly, that's, that's just me being me on Twitter and, and winding people up and slagging people. But it's even worse with all the fucking idiots who then go and tweet exactly what he just said from their account as if they just got the information. Mm. It's, that's that's mm. mind-boggling. Yeah. It's the same when there's a, there's a fucking a, a, a James Press Pierce. Conference. James Pierce gives yeah. eight different tweets of information and they've got 10 other Liverpool wanker accounts all banging out the same information as him 30 milliseconds right after him. Copy-paste but tweet, this, copy-paste tweet. Mm-hmm. Th- this goes back to my point, right? That's what fans <clears throat> want. I know. You, you look at the pages. That it's not are, what I want. No, but no, but it's, 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 it's the, the majority, majority of fans out yeah. there want because you look at their pages, you look at their Facebook pages, you look at the, their Twitter pages, and you look at the size of their followings. They yeah. don't get those followings by not being popular. People, 100%. People are gravitated like moths to fucking lights to any transfer rumour at all. Yeah. If you wanted a new experiment, I think Grizz Cam isn't even a person, right? I think he's on an <laughs> <Poor> experiment. <Grizz. laughs> no, but it, like, seriously, if you have any type of information at all, you can double treble and quadruple your following in the, in, over a in, summer. Over summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any type of news. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I so reckon... Grizz, Grizz is coming in for an awful lot of stick at the moment. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and I, um, I defend him. There's people getting all personal with him because they don't like his information or they doubt his... His source. His yeah. credibility. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, what's the difference between him, for instance, and uh, somebody else giving the stories? Nothing, just because he's started to get a bit of a, You know what it'll be? By this time next summer, that'll be accepted. He'll be accepted as someone to go to. Because he's built because a reputation. Because he's been around a while. Yeah. That's all it takes. He he's actually, but, uh, like, I don't think the cre- like, your credibility as an ITK has to be built up over a couple of years. Like, he may have just come in contact with somebody new who, who gives them a bit of information. Yeah. Listen, I've no problem with Chris. Chris is the first person, as much as he's getting a little bit of info, he's playing on it. He's having a bit of fun. It's yeah. the summer. Yeah. And I slag him and, 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 and wind him up over it and whatever mm. else. But it is yeah. what it is. He's very yeah. open about what he's doing. You know, so that's totally cool. Yeah. There's no issue with that whatsoever. Yeah. And he's probably doubled his followers mm. during the summer, which yeah. for a fellow who's involved in a podcast now, is, 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 is not a bad, is not a bad way to be. Graham yeah. Kelly's probably gained... 10k in followers this summer. Mm. I could be wrong, but I'd say I'm not far off on that. Um, just because people just are desperate for information, yeah. and that's that's the way it is. You know? and, and again, I think because the club have been relatively quiet, right? Yeah, there's been an information vacuum which hasn't been there for the past few summers. Yeah, like if you look at it, we we knew most of our transfers, with the exception of the the Wijnaldum deal, we knew nearly all the transfers that were going on for two or three weeks. Even the Salah deal took three weeks until it got over the line, and that was the one that was filling up the the column inches inches for that that time period. But since the Van Dyke piece, since the Van Dyke thing collapsed around. And, and the apology and all happened. It's even James Pierce said it's quieter than it has been yeah. for a long time around You've the club. The whole thing that the, you know the, we used to you know go on about the whole ten thirty type thing. Mm. There's nothing. No, there no, is I, absolutely. And, and, and I still, I still to this day check the phone oh, so at ten thirty yeah. just to see yeah. if, yeah. if there's yeah. any just, news just coming through. Do you? Do you yeah. honestly? Yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Like back back yeah. in the days of Tony Barrett when he used to work at the newspapers oh, yeah. and the bad news Barrett. Bad news Barrett. Ten thirty. Said you're watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's why your life is now worse. Ten thirty one. Sign Ronaldo. We're signing Ronaldo. Tony Barrett. It's mad There is no intention from the club to sign Ronaldo. Fuck you anyway, Tony. Give us a break here, will you? Let us just live with it for a couple of days <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like, well, James did James Pierce did say to you in that interview that there's been consciously that 
the club. It's, yeah, it's hard. Rolled. It's hard. They rolled back in. They rolled back in because they got that. The fingers so. and, yeah, It would be nuts if they hadn't. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. as a club, for everybody that's talking about the vacuum of information that's there now, if the club were still as forthcoming with information after they'd had their fingers burned, can you imagine the fucking meltdown there being? Yeah. And rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, rightfully yeah. so. Like if the club was still going about things the same way and giving that info out there to fuck up more deals. Yeah, but yeah. what info did they give out? Like, we still don't really know exactly blow for blow what's happened, what's caused it. Everybody and... just got a text saying, done. <laughs> the it, wasn't club, like it wasn't like it the club. It wasn't like the club tweeted the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? Like, if, if if anyone from from Liverpool is listening, the next time they're about to announce a sign and just, just put the googly eyes, just put yeah. Yeah. LFC yeah. googly eyes. That's, that's what Peter Moore should start doing now with his tweets. Yeah, and just do the googly yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Peter Moore tweeted googly eyes, <laughs> it'd be enough to break Twitter. Yeah, 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 the internet would crash. Yeah, break the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Have you yeah, signed Van Dyke? Yeah, it's yeah, Kate yeah. signed. Where are you? Are you all signed? Mm, Who yeah. are we signing next? Jay? Who are we signing next, Peter? But I, look at it like that, and that's that's my point. If 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 somebody comes out with bad news, nobody wants to listen to it. They don't follow the people, and they, yeah. and they, they, they mm. just take regular information. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Raphael Hogstein put out pretty bad news today that he does he doesn't think it's going to happen, and he got absolutely obliterated. Which one? Which one will happen? Okay. Okay. Oh, right. yeah. And you know, he works for the Guardian, he's a well respected journalist and yeah. all these idiots on Twitter say, Oh no, but such and such ITK said it was. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. He, yeah. as he said himself, he can only go on the information he's given yeah. and that's yeah, but sure, if, if, and he you know, he works for yeah. he's a proper journalist, not And so if someone asks it like it, it talks to him on Twitter and, and asks his opinion and he says, Well look in my opinion, I yeah. don't think it's gonna happen. Dogs abuse for it. When your man just goes, look, you just ask me the opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the deal is going get, to get done. And you're fucking giving me dogs abuse because <laughs> it didn't say, ah, oh, yeah, 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 it's but done. Like, it, there's nothing beneficial for an ITK to put out negative information. No. There's nothing beneficial because the reason you're, you're an ITK on Twitter is to build your following and, and have a big group of people that interact there with you. There is one who does it. Or I don't know if he's want to be your man... At nineteen, never walk alone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he puts out. I alone. saw there was a. I saw there was a bit of. Was there a bit of grief with him today? Mm-hmm. There's a bit of grief with him today. There's on, always on grief with him Twitter. and Sam McGuire because he he says Sam hides his tweets or something like that. Right. Yeah, Where does he hide them? Can you put them under your pillow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Sam McGuire was giving your man uh, Manuel Veto. He they, they were going back and forth, oh, weren't they? About yeah, uh, Katie, 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 your yeah. man says it's not happening. Sam McGuire thinks it, it will. They, they've been going back and forth for a while over. I'm gonna put it. I'm, I'm, I'll put it. I can get your opinion on this. And, and, and I sort of leads on to the Honigstein thing, and even the stuff that Jeremy told us when, when he was on the pod, and even stuff we've heard ourselves from Germany. The whole German side of this is saying that this deal is not happening this mm. summer. Mm. Right, everything coming out of Germany is saying this thing is not happening this summer. James Pierce, when he talked to Steve O last week, and even Paul Joyce, the, the, the Liverpool side, the journalists that are involved in the Liverpool side are saying this is going to be a very difficult deal that may or may not happen. There is, there's nobody on the Liverpool side in terms of journalism or, or around it at all that are saying that we are definitely getting Kate. Mm. They're saying yeah, he's the number one target, but the, the, uh, all the stories that are coming out us are saying that this is going to be a near impossible move yeah, to pull off. I think if the club pull this off, it's it's massive. And anybody who's tweeting now, done or oh, it's definitely happening or whatever else, 
they will look like they got it right, but I don't believe it's anywhere near as close as people are suggesting because mm. last week it was bid accepted, then bid rejected, then another bid gone in accepted or, or made. Mm. You know, it's, it's all over the place at the minute. So there, there's no way of knowing it. And, and personally, I don't get hung up on it at mm. all. I like to laugh at it. I like to mock people on Twitter because of what they're putting out there. Mm. That's just me being a prick for, the, for, for a bit of shits and giggles in the middle of the day yeah. if I'm at least bored. It, at least it's not as mad as it normally is. There's only a few names being bandied around. Yeah. We know, we yeah. know there's a, like a legitimate interest in those players yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Um, it's usually like 200 names yeah. or something and every winger uh, you know attacking mm. forward known to man and like we know we know the two tire that's it yeah yeah, and that's that's and that's why people are going mad, mad I think because it's a it's a lack of information Didn't people latch on also as well when the photo shooting when he wasn't in the photo shoot all of a sudden that's yeah. quasi sign on yeah, yeah. yeah. there was another photo was shoot and he was in the second one yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he was in the second one about that everybody kept and that then, yeah, yeah. that didn't happen yeah. and then all he, went up there now it's a blow for Liverpool because uh, he's pictured well, some, cause blow for Liverpool as Kate has pictured he's pictured in the Leipzig yeah. kit in his Leipzig kit for the team he plays for and like in the team photograph and he plays them yeah 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 now it is and then did he not travel or something I think I don't know if he's travelled. Wasn't now he ill the, or something? That's why he well, wasn't he training. missed a day's training yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden it was. Oh, he's not even training for them. He's going on strike. Yeah. Go on, Nabi lad. And then there was another report <laughs> today saying red. that Liverpool have been contacted to tell them that he is for sale. Yeah, yeah. isn't that meant to be a split in the division or something like that in the board? Yeah, so yeah. Saying, all right. The money men are like saying. Yeah. Sell him, make it happen, and then the manager and that, and this uh, sporting director, sporting right, director, Ralph something. Ragnick, isn't it? That's yeah, not. Yeah. There's something then about the clause. Seemingly there is no clause or something for next year. <laughs> this That's being branded around as well. So. Yeah, the one thing I don't want to see happen is Liverpool saying, "Oh, we're going to wait until next season." Because that will kick Dahoud. off a shitstorm as well. Yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah. being Dahoud, it's being yeah, kind of yeah. it's yeah. being. We know what happens though when we say we wait till next. You know, we just move on. Yeah, <laughs> we don't go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. We never go yeah, back. Yeah. We haven't with any of the previous targets. Yeah. It's, it's a good life lesson. Don't yeah, there's go only back. two things. <laughs> there's only two things that will happen. He'll torn torn out, and you have a shit season, and we won't want them. Yeah. Or else he'll torn out and have a whopper season, and he'll go to Bayern Munich. Yeah. Yeah. Or Barcelona. Only two outcomes. Yeah. Or Barcelona. Or whoever. Yeah. Real Madrid. Yeah. But not us. So Manchester City. If it doesn't happen this summer, it won't be happening. Did City sign someone tonight? No. To get rid of someone? Ah, who cares? Joe Hart or something. No Lito. No No, Joe Hart. Hart Hart on his medical, I think, for West Ham. I don't get this Joe Hart going to West Ham. I just, I know this is a bit of a tangent. I just don't get because I thought Adrian. Like, if I'm looking at your man, Adrian's a better goalkeeper than Joe Hart. I don't get the Joe Hart. Adrian's not great now, and he's better than Joe Hart. Like, I agree with the Randolph thing, but but like Randolph. Put Adrian out of the team last season. No, Adrian was Spoke injured at the start of the season. Yeah, he got injured and then yeah, but, in because he was injured. Yeah, but my point is, Adrian took him out of the team with three games to go, maybe four games to go. So he wasn't injured all season long. No, but you know okay. what I mean. So Randolph held his place, and Adrian didn't get in. That probably says to you enough that that there's room for Joe Hart to go there. Joe, Joe Hart, Hart isn't terrible. He was horrific in Italy. I don't disagree with that. But what I'm saying is, for all the years he spent at City, he was never horrific. He was never as good as the media made him out to be because he was English. They they hyped him up. Um, he wasn't not good because he was English, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was hyped because he was English. But I think he's, he's, I think he's, he's I think he's well good enough to go. He's in not and good because he says balls back into the play. <laughs> that's why he's not good. It, 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 that's it's nothing to do with nationality, or that's why he's not good. because yeah. he makes goals. Tips it down. He makes the, he makes loads of assists <laughs> for the opposition. Yeah. <laughs> he's average, Just average. Yeah. At best, yeah. at best, he's yeah. he's he's West Ham level. 
Yeah, West Ham yeah, level. You know what I mean? Mm. So the, it's not surprising to see them gets, sign gets, him. And gets beaten as near post of frightening. Yeah. yeah. Common yeah. amount of time. Well, like. he, he, he conceded four goals, four identical goals in Italy. Whereas Andy was saying, a ball was just whipped into the back post. And instead of dealing with the cross, he pushes it back into play. And literally, like, he's falling yeah. backwards. And he pushes, pushes it to the penal spot. Pushes it back into the penal spot. And the bloke is standing there and he's going on the corner flag. Oh, look, he's done it again. West Ham. Yeah. Um, right, so so basically, we all agree that yeah, if you've got good news, you're going to do well. Mm. Yeah, listen, you yeah. could set up an account tomorrow. I genuinely believe you could set up an account tomorrow and have a couple of thousand followers by the time the the transfer window closes. If you wanted to, mm. if you actually put your mind to it, mm. you could have a couple of thousand followers, but by the first of September. Mm. That's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Moving on from that, we did have two matches last week with Tranmere, and we had. Wigan Wigan uh, Actually lads The second half of the Wigan game Was arguably the shot. worst fo- Football game you've ever yeah. seen In your life Wigan <laughs> Klopp said it <laughs> like, That was shite <laughs> That was appalling <laughs> I remember one stage I, I, I just turned it off I was yeah. like Oh jeez I'm meant to be watching that game <laughs> <laughs> It was like You know when it's, there's just This thing on the television Just going I'm not yeah. watching that anymore I'll The biggest talking point Of that was the Was Mark comment, Commentary Yeah well come on Andy That was <laughs> Outrageous come here, come here Was he genuinely on the train The next day with the sun in his hand no, that that nah, picture's from ages ago. Oh, that, yeah, no yeah, yeah. okay. that just came back out because because of what he, he did. Was, because of him on the fucking commentary. Andy, you t- talk us through your Friday night with Mark Lawrence, and <laughs> you were given you were <laughs> given a brilliant live commentary. Yeah, of his commentary. <laughs> it was it was inc- it was just crazy. I couldn't believe what I was listening to. But it didn't. It started. It was off. like he. It was like he. He was forced into the commentary box. <laughs> and he was doing everything <laughs> to make sure that he was he never, like ever, it. ever going to be commentating for Liverpool again. <laughs> he was pissing that guy off. As a, John, uh, John Bradley. Bradley. John Bradley. Yeah. Like, anything, like, John Bradley had only had to say anything and he got, he just sneered and go, hey, hey. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, like John, you know, his commentators do, they state the obvious. Yeah. So he says, to, oh, you know, there's... Um, Markins on the pitch, obviously, because they play rugby here. Some people might not know there's children watching. And uh, Markins said, Oh, is that really what it is, John? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that. Uh, that one stage as well, where they were getting Jack Dunn mixed up. Yeah. But someone just realised that Jack yeah. Dunn has started the game while you're talking about some other lads, a local lad from Liverpool that was on the bench. Yeah. But obviously, these are covering. Liverpool's under 23s and 18s last year where Jack Dunn was probably a bit part player than someone. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. didn't really he's actually on the pitch that day when he started last year. <laughs> <laughs> calling him to watch that name, but I can't remember the, you, you know, The thing about, was it Mohamed Salah because he can speak English? He made this oh, huge was, point. A huge point how, how speaking English is a major, major attribute. <laughs> <laughs> and and his, his logic behind it was so fucking crazy. He says, because, you know, when they walk into the dressing room and they look around as people talking and they might think talking they're talking about them. What's that about? Tell you why you should Aww. sell the fucking paranoid lunatic that <laughs> <laughs> walks in and thinks they're talking. Are you still talking about me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and going, we weren't talking about you, mate. Relax. <laughs> Learn fucking it. <laughs> no, Mark. That's not you. And then he used Loris Carius as an example of why you need to be able to speak English. Uh, he got, yeah, he says, uh, can he speak English? And he was like, he was point blank hoping yeah. that that was the reason Carius. Was signed. Was we had a pretty bad start. So somebody would turn around and go, 
No, no, you're right. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, he doesn't speak English, and then he'd be able to go off him on a bit. He's how. German. He has absolutely perfect English, more than like. He's yeah, also he come did, through yeah. the Manchester City Academy yeah. for yeah, three that's, years. That's, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely fucking clueless. There was so many incidents, so many incidents, and he was Salah had a little mistake, like a yeah. bad touch or something. He was like. <laughs> 35 mil for him mm. yeah. <laughs> so now is probably this a bad is on time your official to, to, Liverpool th- this is probably a bad time to let you know Mark Lawrence is our guest next week <laughs> <laughs> on the Steve Tuesday interview yeah. Andy you're texting me to, I can't make it next oh, right. <laughs> Andy is typing <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I, was, I was trying to get a little bit of an answer off John Bradley on Twitter last night one boy. or today was it you yeah. involved no, yeah. no, 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 I was out. And uh, I was just like, come on, just spit it out. Say something. Just say something, please. <laughs> everybody was just saying the same stuff, like, oh, fair play to you for not throwing them out the window of the gantry. <laughs> 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 it was horrific. But that was that was the main thing. It like, completely ruined the match for me. I couldn't even figure out whether it was actually a good football match or not because uh, that but, just fucked everything up see, that's, that's the other mad thing like everyone was giving out uh, giving out about Aldo being the co-commentator on the, at the Tranmere game right yeah I like that I like Aldo commentating on, on we LFC TV we have two clubs as well isn't yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely there's well, a link no, there like, you can give I want, I want LFC TV to be the most biased thing I hear on the Aldo's love Aldo's love propaganda machine like, it should be like fucking Kim Jong-un's television station you know what I mean it literally should be that yeah. level of propaganda except when like a story is taken completely out of context and another paper produces it and people roll with that yeah. version of the story then um, he gets a bit of hate yeah but because he was ruining the Van Dyke deal again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, all the, all the way, but Lawrence hates Liverpool. No, Lawrence hates football. Yeah. I don't, it's not even... It's Do you reckon even, he just hates his life, that this is the rabbit hole yeah. he's gone down and he can't get out of it? Another thing, like, he, was, he was letting on to be, uh, to not know what a compression top was. Oh, was what he? are they yeah, for? He said something about Wendellum yeah. or something, wasn't yeah. it? So what are, what are they for? <laughs> Oh, what, yeah. are they for? what are they for? Like, and someone says, "They like, hold in your moves, Mark. They yeah. hold in your moves." Yeah, so like <laughs> someone said it was like they just had your, you know, your uncle with full blown Alzheimer's. Sitting beside you, on commentating, yeah, <laughs> commentating on the game. But it wasn't even funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, right, look, moving on. Um, one of the questions that was being asked, I think, Ken won Dan or. I fucking don't know what the thing is. Anyway, um, <laughs> and we care about you, yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep those questions know. coming, listeners. Loving them. Fuck his name is. is this? <laughs> and, uh, look, you know who he is. Read out his question yeah, there. I, 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 and I don't really want to go down the rabbit hole of, of transfers because we've been talking about mm. Keita and Van Dyke for the last God knows yeah. how long, right? Um, so, anyway, right. The question he asks is can we see Liverpool playing three at the back next season? There's probably two lines of thought that's coming off this. Obviously, the Van Dijk thing, if you sign another centre-half, and obviously Klopp likes Lovren, and how do you fit them all into the same team? Mm-hmm. And then also, Klopp has said he's going to try out different things in different Hong systems. Kong and different systems. So it could be a, a relevant reason to ask, mm-hmm. right? And it sort of leads us into the Hong Kong and, and the tour. Yeah, and I think Paul Senior came out with that um, today as well. He, he was talking about, he feels that that is what will happen, mm-hmm. that we'll go three at the back. What did Paul Junior think? I don't know what his son had to say about the situation, but um, uh, no, I don't see it happening personally. I, I think I think most of the uh, I think most of the time we'll play we'll play a flat back four, and I think we've got 
ultimately two injury prone centre halves. Um, so I think you'll probably get 40 games each. You know, you'll probably see Clavin play some cup games. If we do bring in two centre halves, then that probably. Unlucky Shane. Shane just there despondent. <laughs> Only a few yeah. cup games. Oh man. Back, um, back to Newtown and goal it is so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, in, in, in terms of uh yeah, I think the three of them will just play a lot of football between them, mm. that's being honest. Yeah. So maybe bear at home, but like, I just think do we have the goalkeeper? The suit we're a back three at the beginning. Do you know what I mean? If I broke down and stuff like that, we exactly haven't got either. Larry Carius doesn't fill me with any confidence whatsoever even looking around in the friendly last week. Mm-hmm. He just does not. Less Danny Ward that's sitting there. He hasn't been given a go yet, but I just don't think three at the back. Not for us with the keepers that we have now. Mm. But at home, maybe, when you got the luxury of Burnley's or Stokes or something like that to kind of sit behind, it is a, something to change, something to try yeah. differently. Especially when you have, like, three ball, you have three ball playing centre-backs there, really, and yeah. Matip, Lovren, and... But I just don't think Salah and Mane are your wing backs. Like they don't no. they you know, like you can't do that to them type of players. Like that's oh, just anti football. I think you're gonna have like Well they were suggesting they're no, they were suggesting that, that like these boys would be playing at wood. Who was suggesting that? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter well, said it. Glad we had this chat. <laughs> Twitter said it. Twitter well, said it. You got all three, you got all three, three, four, three. Try and play as right. Like someone's, you know. Yeah, but if you play, if, uh, no, three, five, two, it would suggest that you'd have to have two yeah. wingbacks right. But if you play three, four, three, you would be able to get the two of them onto the pitch high would, up. Would you yeah, be playing now in, in the three, four, three? Would you be playing? In the lower block. The one behind the two. The one behind the two. Diamond. Diamond. In the diamond. No matter what we do at home, it's still going to end up in two, nine. Yeah, but you play two with the bike anyway. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so. That's what you're getting regardless, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's, play so high the fullbacks when, when the centre-backs are on the ball, but that high, so yeah. it is basically two at the back. James, would you like to see three at the back? No. Yeah, I have a romance with it, but I'm just, it's no. like, I think um, of Roy I think, Evans. I think, I think it works Back to the Evo days. 13, 14. John Scales. John Scales. But Chelsea the league in the end, didn't it? Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, but I think that suits Conte as manager. Yeah, like, they, I, I, I don't think it suits a cop team to play three no. at the back. Yeah. So. No. Well, they, they sat deep with three at the back and, yeah. and had Courtois behind them. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? So, yeah. Whereas we've got Mignolet or Carius and, yeah. you know... Put the two of them together, they still won't be going to be. <laughs> yeah, as I said, uh, Danny Ward is the one that I don't understand. Like, where's he going to play this season? Like, Talk a right wing. Centre <laughs> <laughs> half of the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the bit of Premier League experience would have been good for him. Listen, he's still Michael Owen before he's in the Premier League and Carius. Yeah. You know, there could be. Have Huddersfield gone and bought a yeah, keeper? They bought a keeper. They have. That's how man, you have Hull. Oh, is that who they went for? Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, they some German lad. Yeah, I thought they brought a German lad in. Yeah. You know what they say? Buy a German keeper, you're set up. Yep. Oh, that's Hang on a second. Um, yeah. That didn't go so well. No. I think it'll come good, Case. My biggest fear. Do you think or do you hope? Oh well, I hope. Well, I'm only based on when when it came out that look, he we're going to sign a goalkeeper, and it was Germany. Really, that was kind of we, we knew where he was looking. I'd watch, so I probably watched three games, four games of him, and I, and I thought he was good. 
Yeah. In 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 the forum, there was other keepers over there as well that were good as well that yeah. we were linked to. But just you said it before. I remember listening to a pod. Look, we're going to sign this fella. He may make some errors, but he's only whatever age he is. Look, he's the same age to, as Danny Ward. They're born yeah. the exact same day. You, One goes so like instead of fucking just saying right, fuck him. He's having to make a couple of mistakes. Get rid of him. I, I, I think he'll. I think if we sell him, it will actually be a big mistake in the sense that I think he will go somewhere <coughs> else, prove to be a decent keeper, and then we'll be kicking ourselves saying. Mm. My biggest worry, and happen? I said it when we signed him, is that when you bring a young goalkeeper in to a big club that has massive expectations and already doesn't rate its goalkeeper that's there, right? You either you really either sink or swim. Yeah. Like the guy nearly failed at United in his first yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. taken out of the line lightly, played uh, Lindergaard, whatever it was, for, for about 10 or 12, 12 games and then put him back in. I, I, I said last year, I, my biggest fear when, when he took Carrius out is that if he didn't put him back in by the end of the season, for him to try come back in as the team's number one, you could turn the fan base, the, 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 the ones who already think he's dodgy, totally against him, which mm. means that no matter what he does, it's the same with the Mignolet team. I, I will never rate Mignolet as being good enough to play for this club because he's too inconsistent. Mm. Right? Well, you've and seen him long enough now. Yeah, yeah, for over four seasons. And my biggest worry, and so he's a young goalkeeper, he may come through it and, and blossom, you know, the, the, he's coming off a bad injury as well for the yeah, goalkeeper like to, to break like to break your hand as well yeah, as a keeper. It's yeah, probably yeah, one of the worst like you that. can do. So, but you want to see something big in pre-season. You need to see him step up a level that he hasn't played at since he was at Liverpool in pre-season. Yeah, and he did all right again in in the Tranmere game. Like he was quick off. He's like we know he's quick off his line. He's much quicker off his line than Minulace is. He plays much higher up yeah. in the team, which is they're good things. But as soon as the ball was coming into the box again, he was all over yeah, the shot for yeah. crosses. Mm. Mm. And that's the one thing we can whatever about Mignolet not being like I think Mignolet is improvement and I've said it many times was well overestimated to to, to what he actually yeah. did. But last that season. element of his improvement, but he did was, improve immensely yeah, on crosses. Yeah. yeah, it was it was yeah. just his authority in and around that six yard box was yeah. nil, so yeah. it went up twenty fold because which is a major thing like, for us. It know, is like, yeah, and it, it, like the amount of goals you can see that dropped significantly. Yeah, since Hulk. since uh, he started to make got good at that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you wonder, does if if Van Dyke comes in, does that change how we defend? Does it change? Does it give the keeper a little bit more confidence that the defense will deal with it? Because you know you can say all you want about how any keeper should come out and command their box, and and we've two goalkeepers here at the minute. There's a lot to be said for three, is there? Yeah. How are you? Was. You're a keeper. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah, I didn't realise. But three keepers, then you, you lads will know better than me. But there's a lot to be said for knowing that you don't have to come for everything. No, it's the decision yeah. making is the, the biggest part of it. Yeah. The one other night I was watching on a stream, now I, I did see Carrie, I, I kept going on, me on and off, but I, I did see the one where Carrie just came out and. Flapped, well, not. The, he tried to catch it, just slipped through his fingers, then he grabbed it the second time. So I would be more looking at. Like. He, when he when he comes for a ball like them fellas at that level nine and a half times out of ten they're going to hang on to it mm-hmm. yeah. so it's a decision making for when to come yeah, and when to stay I went to stay and if, yeah. like he came during the night slipped through his fingers he got it the second time but the decision was right to come but if more of a problem with a fella it's you're looking at him man. and you're going what are you doing coming out there stay in your fucking it's line or, the, or if a ball coming in going get off your line you have to get that Which yeah, you can get the last, to the, he did, he did well the Swansea game was very bad he stayed in his line for last anything. season yeah. I think I think he planted himself to his line yeah. to not fuck up to exactly, and it yeah, nearly yeah. highlights your weaknesses yeah. if you do that as yeah. a keeper you know so. it's just avoiding the other team on as well isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's allowing you to set up, and for already conceding free kicks the last thing we yeah. need. Well, listen, we've just sold Lucas, so that cuts down about thirty yeah. free kicks this season. <laughs> <laughs> so that's thirty less. We're going, we're going into a the new box. way of doing well. If we can't defend them, but if we don't give away as many, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we just sell players who give away free kicks. <laughs> just have a little chart. You listen, you're two away from being sold. Do you want to relax, <laughs> Steve? Yes, Bobby Firmino. You you love him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite player. He's ever. looking very fat in preseason. He and always he, looks fat, in and pre-season. he's he's also not looking very sharp either. He never looked sharp in preseason either in the last couple of seasons. So listen, for me, I, I, I'll get loads of people saying I'm talking bollocks and whatever else. He's not. He's not at that elite level to play as a nine for a team that wants to win the league, in my opinion. And everybody can say, oh, you, you know, you don't appreciate what he does for the team. He's integral to the way we play. Okay, so what way do we play? We defend from the front, yet we concede 50-odd goals. So obviously... 42. 42. Okay, I was being facetious. <laughs> he, defended, he defended from the front in the season before when we conceded 50-odd. So, so we're improving. So we're improving. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, I understand he brings things to the team. Um, is he better out wide than Mane or Salah? No, I don't believe he is. Is he good enough to be a number? Would any other team that we are rivaling at the moment swap their number nine for him? I don't believe they would. I don't think there's another side. Would, would, they, would Arsenal swap Sanchez? Would City swap Aguero? Would, would fucking Chelsea swap Costa? And he's been in an Atletico top yesterday. They yeah. still wouldn't fucking swap him for Firmino. In Brazil. Would, yeah. would, would, would you swap <laughs> him for slab. Lukaku or Ibrahimovic when he was there? You wouldn't. He's, he's the sixth best number nine out of the six teams that were, or the, or the five other teams that were. But he's the best nine and a half out of a lot of I don't give a ball. I know you're messing, yeah. but I'm just saying, it's frustrating to me. I think there's a place for him in the squad, but everybody that idolizes him and puts him on a pedestal and says he's an amazing player and he brings so much to the, to the team. Yeah, well, I just want the fucking nine that when he's given t- 10 chances in a game, he takes two of them. And there's a good chance you can give him 10 chances in a game and he'll take none. Andy, and you're It's frustrating. You're chomping, Andy. No, well, like, he, he defends in the front, but he's not defending to not concede goals. Know, he's defending was, to make shit happen, to win the ball in the, in the opposition's half and try yeah, and score so ourselves. So he's been indirectly responsible for a few goals. I don't know whether they call them pretend the assists. Or Hockey something. assists. No, they're, they're <laughs> is basketball there, is there a staff for it? <laughs> they're basketball assists. It's a different type of assist. But um, yeah, like... He gets a goal, like the likes of Lalana, he may not be, like there was parts of the season where he was contributing with assists and goals and stuff like that and there was times for me and I wasn't, but he was always hurrying the opposition. Okay, you want your number nine, your striker, the most furthest forward player who's always in the box to be able to score goals, but we don't have a problem scoring goals and he is creating goals for other people. So, but here's, the, ta- here's the point, right? So Sanchez, Sanchez does all of the things that Firmino can do well. Yet he scores you 25 a season. Yeah, but we don't have Sanchez. And so there's go not out and San- find the next Sanchez. I'd say, I'm sure in time that will happen. But at the moment, the priorities for Liverpool is to concede less goals. And by buying Keita, who's, who's, who's quick at getting the ball back and full of energy, he's quick and everything else, is a good idea in midfield. And then at the back, obviously, Van Dijk. But at the moment... Firmino's grand for up front. He does a, he does a job and he's probably going to get better good enough to, if we, we well, want to win the league second, in the second enough. season as the striker, right? He's probably well, going to have a better season. This is third season here. So his no, second it's a, season it's as a second, the striker. How many, many, many league goals did he get last year? 11 or 12? 11, I think, or 12. Or something like that, yeah. yeah, which isn't bad and then he'd allow it's not good he'd allow the assists on top of that. 
It's, it's not, it's not, not, but it's, but it's not that bad when you've got when you've got loads of players going on. But that's not the point. What would you prefer if you had 30 goals in a season? One player to get to 30 or your three front men to get 10 each other will figure but lads, that it doesn't have to be one or the other we had a mm. season where Sterling Suarez and, and Sturridge were playing up front and they were all smashing in goals so what well, I how prefer, many did Sterling score that season probably 11 or 12 yeah so, so he was the wide player scoring 11 or 12 and then you had two other players scoring 50 odd between them yeah but he wasn't like he that's it Steve Scott, he was contributing to plenty of goals and we've got other players well, he contributing wasn't there to nine. if he we lost there. Suarez that season yeah we'd be in trouble this season, if we lost Mane, you've Salah who can score goals, you've you've uh, Lalana who can score goals, seeing Mikeda has a goal on him, if Henderson stays for he's a few goals on him. We do, we don't have to worry about losing players. If Storage comes in, well, he's gonna the, score goals. Question, right? If Origi comes in, Ings is fit now. I don't know who's gonna stay. Are we just completely writing Danny Ings off? I'm not writing him off, but I'm you saying you could be eating your words. You could be eating your words in a few months' time. If he gets himself fit, well, he's the Danny type of player. Nine, he's back. the type of player who who could do well. Lucas out to him in training. Yeah, I, yeah, I was saying storage as well. Like, so there's lots of there's lots of players in the th- in the squad that can score goals. And I think that's what Klopp was trying to do. At, as it stands, there's not that one number nine available that's going to just. Jump I know in. there's loads of number nines available. I, just see, not going I, after them. I, I, this this shite of they're not available. Okay. Dortmund have literally gone out and said this is the price for Alba. He's sixty five million quid. That's what they have come say. out and yeah. said that. So why how old why do we not 27, 28. Seven. 27? Yeah. Is he's he, still young. He's 28 soon, isn't he? Well, so, we're all going to be 28 soon. So I don't think... I don't think... I don't <laughs> think... <laughs> I don't think... The club have a policy and they're probably... The club probably don't have a policy. Counting. They make it up as they go along. Well, well Van Dijk is 27. What? Van Dijk is 27. Is he? Yeah, that's true. So why you... Like, if they are actually going... Well, we don't have... Okay, so... So we have If you could get... If we have a solution... Uh, to buy a player in their prime that scores loads of goals or a player in his prime that's going to stop a load of goals what's our biggest problem why couldn't you buy a defender that there are other decent defenders out there let's take Kubali as, as an example and and say oh right, I got admonished about this I know you did I know you did but I don't care who, who so what's the reasons for not signing cost more than, cost more than Van Dijk then do you not know cost more oh, than but Twitter told me yeah. that he cost more he's than 80 million is he he's yeah. 80 million well oh, I, right, I okay. went on to transfermarketsearch.com comparable players they're all the great and I put in uh, a search the... for comparable players and there's not too many out there so <laughs> 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 I listed about six and Did Jonathan you know four of them are playing no, in Italy no Jonathan Tatt never comes <laughs> up ever. you put in a decent centre back on transfer market comparable players he never appears but if you put in Ashley Williams he pops up <laughs> is that what he's like I've, ne- I've never seen him play yeah, I'm God. sure I've watched the oh, game he's, where he's been on the pitch stop all the he's basically for a second and he's say the German uh, the, Ger- the Bundesliga Titans uh, Bramble Cy Mooney looks quite like Stephen Gerrard from the side at times he do- he? yeah he looks like Gerrard from this side as well yeah. specsavers.com you're <laughs> 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 the scout Stephen Gerrard yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah, forget about Jonathan Tarr no listen I'm just saying I would prefer to see uh, a stri- if we really are going to go balls out and make a statement this summer I think the club could have bought us right? Listen, the manager, it's all down to what the manager wants I'm just talking about what I would prefer if he thinks Firmino is the answer for him then he's going to play Firmino there and, and that's fine I'm okay with it whatever team Klopp puts out I have utmost faith yeah in. okay but like, he's got to play Firmino Firmino's there we don't have an alternative to come in and play centre back that's going to but we have a player who's, who's going to do a job in Firmino yeah. he might score half the goals as Aubameyang will score 
But we scored the second most amount of goals last season. Yeah. yeah. With Firmino, with Coutinho, with Mane. Well, well, just for point, half. Do we need more goals or we need to? But see, no, we don't. And we have, we have, the, we have depends, the players available. It all, it all depends, right? We, we go on about the goals that we scored. But let's remember, lads, we scored most of those goals in the first half of the season. We struggled for a long time in the second half. Well, we lost, we lost uh, yeah, integral parts of the teams. In December, we lost Coutinho. In all of January and February, and at the end of the season, we lost Mane. But there was also, uh, there was also a, a train of thought, Andy. When we got these players back then, we still weren't scoring as freely. We, we scored more goals, but we weren't scoring as freely. In that people yeah. looked at Klopp's system, and they started... when in, in, Anf- in Anfield, they started David to Moyes, work it out. No, okay. Try, no, tactical okay. genius. Okay. At, the start, at the start of the season, we are flying, right? Oh, agreed. Was, agreed. And then there was agreed. a significant drop in the, even the attitude or the, the sort of they weren't even attempting to play that way in mm. December because they were coming into a stage where they, they had a few injuries they hadn't got a lot of players but they two games a week so there was a, there was a drop off an intentional drop off so players we wouldn't end up with not being able to feel the team yeah. and then the third part of the season when they got their shit together they did score a lot more goals but it was a different approach it was a more professional approach it wasn't they had to get points on the board it was important at that stage of the season there was no catch there was no chance to catch up if we were dropping points so it was it was more of a a systematic thing I think if Liverpool want to score goals they'll score goals well I, I want to I ask you that are you closer. saying that they made a Distinct and, decision to not score goals. I think they made a distinct decision not, not to concede score, not goals. Concede, not concede, which made them a distinct, uh, distinct uh, attempt to make sure they got results. There was, but, there was no, a stage. I'm talking about the middle part of the season where you said they, they slowed down to stop. Stop injuries, yeah. Stop to injuries. stop the team getting to. You think we had out. that January and February to just save us for the end of the season rather no, than just the, win the, the few matches? December, December where we were like sort of um, just stumbling along, picking up results, but it was obvious that this wasn't going to last the way they were playing. They weren't as, they weren't coming out of blocks. They weren't, the, the runs weren't the same. The tempo wasn't the same. The pressing wasn't there, but they were getting results. And then without Coutinho, without Mane, you're going to suffer. And January was just deplorable. And they couldn't pick themselves. I don't think that was intentional, Andy. I think that was the point of the season where it, cl- it actually clicked with a club. Hang on a second. I've made a big gamble here to go with a small squad for this season on the basis I don't have European football and we just about got ourselves out of it come the end of February because had we gone on for another two or three weeks with the same run of bad results that we'd had up until that point we wouldn't have made top four by the end of the season it was, no, it was, it was that thing but, but, like, but they, they, wanted, they, limped, they limped through the I, know, part I, I, of the I season. want to take it on because the reason why I want to take it on is that, and, and, and it leads on from that point looking at Salah in the game against Wigan right? It, he was the one high point through the whole game and I know everyone's excited and they want to see him play and all that mm. type of stuff but you can see already in the player you can see the intelligence in his runs you could see like going back to your point Steve whatever when Firmino drops out of the space and drops in deep which is the way Klopp wants him to play he doesn't want to play him as the most advanced player he's trying to create that space Jesus Salah already had a read of where to go where yeah, to be yeah, like he yeah. got one he could have had two more which would have been a hat-trick in, 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 in a half of football and even the goal he took he's standing where you want the striker to be in yeah. a way the the, the 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 sort of the knowledge and the, the awareness to be in those places is, is a gift and I, 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 I said sort of tongue in cheek He'll have scored 40 goals by Christmas time. It may not be that amount, but <laughs> it might only be 35 by Christmas, folks. Don't get yourself too excited. We, yeah. Even with Salah coming into the team, and we scored the same amount of goals as we did last year, because he's got to add goals if, if we do. Yeah, we're going to stand a fucking hell of a lot of the better chance of doing something better next year, like challenge for the title. Because if they do, if they do try and improve the back four, which which obviously Van Dyke would add 
add something back there, then you'd expect to concede a, lot, a hell of a lot less goals. So here's the question. If they don't get Van Dijk, should they go and buy a striker? Because if they're not able to improve the defence at the level that, you, they, that we expect Van Dijk to improve I it I don't by, think it's an option. No, that would be like a, what a reckless manager would do. Because he's already decided that he wants a centre-back to stop conceding goals. Yeah. So I'd imagine he would go and buy another centre-back. I don't think yeah. we can win to the centre-back. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that he doesn't buy a centre-back, but yeah. I'm saying if he doesn't spend £70 million on a centre-back... You don't need to spend £70 million on I agree with that as well. So what I'm saying is the money is there okay. to, to buy a top-quality striker. But I don't think, I don't think, I think Andy is right. Yeah. I don't think striker is even on the cards. I think Firmino was forced to name the team sheet for every week. Every week. Lacazette was available. We didn't need him. And Lacazette would have been the type of player that would have suited but I don't think like Lacazette see the, the thing about Lacazette for me is he suits if, if we're building a team to fit around a storage type striker mm-hmm. the, the elbow point to me makes the most sense and it's why I agree with your point Stephen in terms of if you're going to sign him because he plays the role that we're asking Firmino to play but he's naturally playing that role whereas Firmino was Adapting to it was adapting to it. He's, he's a player that likes to play behind a striker, play off a striker, to you know, to be more yeah. of a creator than a goal scorer. Whereas Elba is a fella who wants to play as the forwardest thing, but drop in deep, pick up things, and create that space. And I know it's a lot of money, but I'd say if you leave that to late in the window, instead of having to pay seventy five million from, you might pick him up for fifty or something like that. Mm. The, the thing for me with Firmino compared to say someone like Elba, if you're if you're looking at the two of them like for like, Elba has the ability to drop deep, get involved and play, but also spin. And go into the space that he's vacated, mm-hmm. and, and and outrun nearly anyone. He's well, an absolute flying machine. Yeah, we saw what he did to us. Exactly. The yeah. problem with Firmino is, unless Firmino gets out in front of a centre half, he's not beating them for pace. So we lose. Okay, we have it in Mane and Salah now, which we didn't have last season. We only had Mane really as our outball because Coutinho was never going to do it either. But what I'm saying is, to to have to to have three players that were capable of of such devastating pace mm. to have some I, I know yeah. listen there's loads of reasons why we won't sign out that's all well and good if you're getting in behind teams every week which we don't because teams won't come out I understand that I do appreciate that and that's the whole point of having if you've got so what's what so a good, a good idea is to have a ball playing centre back who can bring the defence forward and who's competent and capable if, if just for the record if I'm not suggesting we sign Alba instead of Van Dijk well, you sort of said that yeah no, I'm 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 asking if we're not going to spend seventy million on a centre half, yeah, and we sign someone else. Do you go and use that money to sign a centre forward? Oh yeah, okay. So there's a budget, obviously. Yeah, the club has a budget. There's not a fucking bottomless pit of money, but they there's it, a it war must chest. Be, it must be a fucking war <laughs> well, chest. Well, it must be like between what they have in mind and what they're going to sell. There's they're looking yeah. at two players that are going to cost seventy million each, right? Yeah. So. And then they bought Salah. So there's a two hundred, yeah. Well, there's a two hundred ceiling, right? So they're not going to be able to buy Aubameyang, <laughs> Kate, and Van Dijk. So if another centre back came along and they got him for twenty, they got a good, a good, a good deal on him. Then, then you're looking at okay, hang on, we will buy Aubameyang, but that's. That's not realistic at the moment because they're they're really really. Listen, this is hard, all so. I, this is fans talking right, rather want, than want, actually using. I want I want to move it on because you could talk about this all night and frankly we, we won't get anywhere with it. But look, they, they they they're doing the tour in Hong Kong and they're playing. Who are they playing first? 
Crystal Palace? Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace yes. Right, Palace, right. And oh. then they might play either the West winners Brom. winners of Leicester or West Brom. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, you know... Is that Wednesday, Friday again? Wednesday, Saturday. Wednesday, Saturday. Wednesday, okay. Saturday. Saturday. Brilliant. Half one in the morning, isn't it? Half one in the morning. Towards the morning. Half one, yeah. Towards the morning, half one. Mm, might watch that. Um, but... What do, 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 what do we want to see out of this? Do we want to see? Do we want to see him getting closer to what we expect to be the first team no, squad, no, or is it just? No, we're miles away no, from that. It's only the no, third no. and fourth game. I think your la- yeah, your last preseason game is normally when yeah. you want to see it all come mm. together. I think Bilbao, yeah, the, the game against yeah. Bilbao and Dublin is actually yeah. where. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I think Jeremy personally himself. Jeremy is the one that, especially if we don't see any signings by then, then it's squeaky bun time whether something's going to happen for the Audi Cup. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the big one. Now. Yeah, Maybe especially I, th- I think I think you're right because with the Champions League game, you want the team to get used to doing Wednesday, so Wednesday weekend, Wednesday weekend, Wednesday weekend, yeah. or Tuesday weekend, and like the Champions League qualifier is around. I know somebody asked us a question: Who would like to see in a Champions League qualifier? Well, I'd like to see an under sevens team against yeah, yeah, the yeah, that we annihilate. Yeah. 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 You don't want to see a big tie. <laughs> no. Just keep them fresh for when we done dark. Dundalk. Exactly. What you want no, drop the town. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good LP man might do yeah. us a solid. Yeah, definitely don't want Celtic. Yeah, no, opposite, no, Jesus no. Christ, no, 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 you no. don't, you just yeah. don't want, I don't know if we can get something. What about Red Bulls, Red Bulls, Salzburg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After we Kate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think we can get Celtic anyway, can we, because oh. I think both are seeded. I think they may be seeded for the draw oh, okay. as a league winner. If they and get through the rounds. If they get through the rounds. Yeah, oh, okay, I think, I could be wrong on that now, but I think they might be seeded. Someone will correct you, seeded. I'm sure. Yeah, they always do. They always do. And we I'm all, wrong an awful lot. And we always ignore them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Better, yeah. Better them. But, so, <laughs> do we, would we like to see Danny Ward get a few minutes? Like, yeah. he's yeah, played, he's yeah. played yeah. Carrius. But he's got grab on as well again, hasn't he? Who's yeah, he? Yeah, against yeah. Trammy. The yeah, part the, the, the kid. He came he's on against Trammy. Yeah, he turned it off, turned it off yeah. at that stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he got 20 minutes or something. Yeah, he got 20 yeah. minutes at the end. Well, it seems he's meant to have big hopes for that chap as well. Yeah, well, I, I think it's interesting. He, he's saying that Ward is going to compete. You'd imagine he would have been getting the same amount of minutes as, as Mignolet and Carrius if he sees them as a viable equal to the other two. Otherwise... Yeah. We're better off letting him go on loan. I don't think he's been in either of the squads either, hasn't he? No, no, that's, and that, that's, that's the interesting bit. In fairness, he's been out today saying he's I mean, he came back. He came back, like that, that playoff final, he would have he came he'd back later, later, didn't he? He yeah. came back later than, than the rest of them. So. Yeah. I saw him today, I thought he was your man Randall. Who? I thought it was Conor Randall. I was like, there oh. What's he doing talking about goalkeeper? Anyway, um, the, so look, that, 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 that's that bit. So. Um, I'll ask a few trippers chats questions to see if, if there's any interesting ones in here because I know this is Andy's favourite part of the show it always is <laughs> right Andy um, Johnny asks if you had your own pizza place would you ban people from having pineapple or any other fruit on their pizza no because pineapple is lovely on pizza you know, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be uh, it's fantastic I wouldn't allow um, little bits of pineapple you know they like <laughs> The canned toy pineapple, the little, the little tiny pieces. Yeah, pineapple chunks. You have to have a, you have to have a ring. Not a ring, no. But like <laughs> a chunk, a chunk, chunk of pineapple. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, how would you define a chunk now? Is it like a semicircle or is it a quarter of a circle or? So is the atom. Do you mean thickly yeah, cut as a? Yeah, thickly cut. Yeah. So the yeah. so, the the same the square area. The square root of the I'm half your thumb, but twice the thickness. <laughs> would be a chunk. Uh, would be a chunk. Whereas normally they're little slivers. So you're talking like the chunks of pineapple you get if you go into a shop to buy it in a little pack. 
You know the way they're big. Yes, they're literally exactly. like blocks of pineapple. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you think should be on the pizza. Yeah. Right. And I wouldn't put them on at the start of the cooking process. Right. <laughs> I'd pull the pizza half. You know how it goes halfway. through the thing halfway and I'd whip through it back it. out, right? And then put it's it on then. so it doesn't dry you, up You're too not going to have a proper wood fired oven. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So in after the, that, you spot the fella who just yeah. gets four star all the time. Only Apache Pizza deliver where I am. Nine ninety nine. But days. yeah, oh, fuck I'm just up. saying if Apache Pizza are interested in sponsorship. <laughs> but do you know where? Do you know where? Do you know where is a very, very, very good pizza shop. Firehouse. Firehouse Pizza. Yeah, it's and really, really good. This is in no way down to the fact that an ex colleague opened that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very no. If anyone lives in Ballymun or um, Bootstown, Bootstown, they're gonna know it. Yeah, because it's the best pizza. It's the best pizza in Dublin. It really is. Andy, would, all, would you say they be interested in sponsoring like, the pod? What? I'm sure we can have a discussion. I think we should have a discussion. <laughs> a discussion should take place. Yeah, but. We'll arrange that tomorrow. <laughs> when he was setting up that pizza place, he said, don't, I'm not going to have, you know, your, your poxy sliced ham. Like, yeah, it was, everything was going to be proper no, he has ham. Good quality toppings. Yeah. He does. Um, I, I prefer a thinner base. So yeah. the likes of what you get from say Milano's on a Romana base. Yeah. It's yeah, my yeah. preference. And, yeah. and it's very hard for big pizza places to do that, if you're doing a 16-inch pizza, it's actually very, there's very a place in Kilkill. Can't remember the name, right? And they brought the fella in from. He's it's an Italian chef. He's in from Rome. Who actually made who who does the pizza and does a really thin base. You'd like, I think he was originally trained in Naples. So it's in Kilkill. Kilkill. Yeah, in Kilkill. It's not so, so far it's for worth, spin. Worth, uh, I can I manage that. But yeah. um, they they do think pizzas like um like Thai grain curry. Yeah, they've, they've unusual um, yeah. options on there. Yeah, and like Firehouse Pizzas, future sponsors yeah. of the pod. Yeah, we'd like to make <laughs> it known at this point in time we haven't even begun negotiations. So, <laughs> so all positive comments are just our own feelings towards yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, I know. So pineapple, you're all right. That's the way to go. Uh, and so then, you, you wouldn't be banning anyone for fruit, soy? No, you. No, pineapple all day long myself. Yeah. Happy yeah. all day. No, sure. Yeah, yeah, no, no hassle. No, no. hassle with that. So we're all pineapple yeah. lovers no, here. All, oh, yeah. But I think you are putting, yeah, I think you are putting like pineapple, yeah. pineapple on a pizza is like Lovren or Sacco. It's just like, yeah. it's one of those things yeah. that will yeah. tear Twitter apart. <laughs> yeah. No, it fucking will. Yeah, we will we'll do a poll yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. We'll tear a fan base apart. A fan base. But people eat mushrooms on pineapple. Eating mushrooms pizza. on pizza should be shot with balls. No, 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 It's one of those ones whereby I would never, ever ask for mushrooms as a topping. But if a pizza came out with mushroom on it, I'd have no problem yeah. in eating Not like olives. It's one of those things. I don't actually love olives. I just pick them off. But yeah. Jalapenos are a must on a pizza. Yeah. I prefer red jalapenos to green ones. Can't handle them. Too hot. Right. right so down. just on, on the Hot. fruit and on, <laughs> I just want to say Johnny if you're listening just remember that tomatoes are a fruit so if you're going to ban people from fruit on a pizza then yeah. you don't have any tomatoes on it you fucking weirdo um, <laughs> anyway right so the Umara hey Umara and, he, and his big smile on his face now <laughs> actually I forgot our video on this so I should say it right so uh, she asks is Federer the greatest athlete ever if not who do you think it is um, some golf wanker no doubt points out Feather's not the best athlete ever he's one he's a good one he's a good one he's, a he's, good a, one. he's an amazing sportsman yeah, he's probably he, not an amazing athlete yeah. mm. but what defines an athlete an athlete, an athlete yeah. 
athletic capabilities and surely there's so you have to be like it has to be a mad sport yeah like an Ironman these ultra runners that run 100 miles CrossFit Games that's into a different because the fittest fittest sportsmen in the world are boxers the fittest professional sport are boxers. No, they aren't. Would you, would you Re- say the Reebok CrossFit lads are the fittest blokes in the world? Professional sports. Yeah, watch, watch, watch the documentaries. The fittest athletes. Ah, are right. Re- yeah, man. Rich Browning isn't his yeah. last name. Yeah. Is that a professional yeah. sport? CrossFit now. They do. Yeah. I thought it was just like events. No, 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 just, just wankers in a warehouse. <laughs> 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 I thought it was just wankers in a warehouse. I thought CrossFit was enough. just like uh, mental cunts. No, like, yeah. lifting weights real fast. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're running like they do over three days, and they're running marathons and swimming marathons, and then doing mad weightlifting and pull-ups and it. Like they, they, yeah. like you're saying, like, it was, yeah, like it's torture for their body. Yeah. Like you'd it's, have it's to insane. Oh, so the only way to really do this is like you pick the best, the best sport, the best sportsman that's ever lived in each. Yeah. Spark. And make the world games. World games. World games. So Feather has gone to uh, gone to feature Phelps and swimming and fucking uh yeah, they all have to do each golf. other's sport and bit like say, Tyson in like uh, skill zone in, in like, Sandyford. Like, like if you got like say an MMA superstars and a boxer yeah, <laughs> and then brought them on a world tour of talking. That'd be a good one, wouldn't it? Like the skill zone in Sandyford, right? have like 10 different zones also if they're interested in sponsorship well <laughs> <laughs> um, no skill zone and sandyford have like 10 different zones and you go in and it's basketball it's penalties it's uh, kicking a fucking um rugby ball over the bar it's uh chipping a golf ball into a into, into a hole. hole it's tennis it's baseball there's tons of stuff there's a climbing wall and you get scored for each one of them and then mm. everybody adds up their score at the end and you see how you come out you know right. that but, sounds a great one but that would so be a great that's something way. we should do as a group as a group <laughs> and uh, video it and see how it goes for <laughs> sponsorship yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely something we should do We'll contact them tomorrow after Firehouse Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Pre and post pod sponsorship deals. Yeah. Um, the but that'd be a good way. That'd be a good way to to suss it out. If you got the best sportsmen and made them all compete in each other's sport and see who at the end of it came out with the most amount of points. So as you say, yeah. Federer has to get in and swim hundred meters. Yeah. And Phelps is going to win that, yeah. but it's how close the rest of them come to him, to what they score, yeah. and then Phelps has to get out and fucking I don't know, you know, drive a. Formula One car around because you know you forget like, truck Formula One the fitness yeah, those fucking yeah. drivers require is insane yeah, yeah. Mm. so that'd be a good way yeah. world, yeah. Games. world games world games <laughs> yeah. and these world yeah. games but brought to you by Firehouse Pizza, Pizza and Skillzone <laughs> Sandyford <laughs> but the biggest athlete in, in the entire world is going to be someone you probably haven't heard of yeah. like running over mountains and yeah. Rich Brown it's like those ultra Rich runners running 100 yeah. miles you know it's not stuff but, uh, Rich Brown although Rich, Rich, Rich was beaten in, in the qualifiers because he, they, they, no he still does the team groups I watched the, I, did, I did watch the Netflix yeah. joke with a minute yeah There's the, the fitness athlete on earth is the follow up where they actually show the whole games and what they do and it's yeah. fucking ridiculous that thing that morph thing do you see that thing yeah. they do with the fucking that'll kill you that'll kill you fucking that'll kill, kill you. you that'll kill you the, um, unless you're really drunk I can do this I can do this I can do this I can do this don't worry we're going to do the cross we try and answer this question though Ever. Yeah. But see, I think we're saying sports. I think Driscoll. she might have meant sports person. Yeah. I, I'm I'm answering for her. Yeah. But I'm I'm guessing she possibly meant Okay, well I'd say Tiger Woods is the best sportsman ever. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he's the best even golfer ever. Why not? 
Because well, did he break Jack Nicholas's no. record? No. To me, to me, he to was. To you, he did because yeah, you well, gave him extra bonus points yeah. for, for <laughs> you seeing him. There were different times. Like yeah, t- so what Tiger, what Tiger was stone for golf and the type of shots he could play and how how elite he was, how it became the sport. It probably fell down too early for him that he could have went on and won 20, 30 more majors. He could have done fucking yeah, major. Jack Nicholas was probably banging a bird and drinking whiskey the night before he went out and <laughs> shot around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he wasn't an elite athlete. George Best. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So you have to take that into I, I don't think you can compare athletes from different sports anyway. No. No. From different, from different well, uh, Federer, areas as well. The question is, tennis, do you find his tennis player? I, I still yeah. think that Federer, for what he what he's done and what he's achieved, nobody even comes close. There was a, the stupid thing when, when um, Nadal won the Australian Open, they were saying, is actually Nadal the greatest of all time? Yeah, Federer still had one more fucking... Masters than than uh, Federer. Do you see that thing that went up? You know, I'm sure. He didn't, uh, like he's ten of the ten of his are the French Open anyway on clay. Which I know. I'm saying, well, well, that's because like, anyway. Federer has seven in women. Mm. Yeah, Did like, you see the thing with Federer knocking Liverpool off their perch? So it was like 1991 Liverpool. 18, oh, I've seen it. Federer yeah, zero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Federer 19, Liverpool 18. Finally, he's knocked them off their fucking perch. Right, um, a quick one to, to, to round it out. Um, Darren Dunbar asks, if you had to spend the night with a footballer's wife, who would it be? And he says, surely Shakira would come out on top. No. Winky face, smiley no. face. Icar Casillas is Mrs. Is fucking incredible. That's she makes, the Spanish. She makes Shakira look like a man. Sean Kira. Sean Kira. Right, and a quick one. Actually, since sorry, since you're in, we we'll give you a quick one. If you go to uh, anywhere for a two-day away trip game, where would it be in Europe? Let's say. Corkonian and Cologne. Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam. Ajax away. Yeah. Amsterdam. Yeah. That's a good show. Yeah. I'd go to somewhere in Bulgaria where it's like one fifty for a one fifteen a cent for yeah for a yeah. fifty cent for a point. Down to Sunny Beach. Yeah. Sunny Beach FC. Just got the Vinny in the Corkonian. Yeah, not even Cologne, go to a match. FC Cologne. Wouldn't even go to a match. No, we we'll just go for just two days. Just go and sit outside Vinny's pub, have the absolute <laughs> lols for two days. It was fucking brilliant. <laughs> Can't sick, wait to go back. Sick going back on the yeah, airplane. Can't just wait laughing. to go back. And Neil. See you soon, Vinny. Yeah, definitely. And, and well, Vinny sponsored the pods before as well. So, yeah, yeah just, just so Firehouse is listening and skills on time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, that's actually before we go quickly, and I'm going to do intros and outros, but soy, you, of course, are running all the stuff that's going on the day of the Bill Bell match. So, yeah. here's your chance. Tell us about it. Right, basically, what we've done, we've organised the Lansdowne Hotel on Pembroke Road. It's going to kick off around 12 o'clock till half hour, five o'clock thereabouts. We're in, we have a Beatles tribute band. We've got the Amphi Rap going to do a bit for us also. We've got a DJ going to have a raffle on the day, which we, the other day we've gotten a sign, Steve and Gerard jersey and stuff like that. We're going to put up a trip on the day also as well for one of the games that we haven't decided as of yet. Cologne there is a away. free event, <laughs> and it's also just to give the boys a shout out. It's sponsored by the Shankly Hotel and also Chewy.ie. Right. So on the day, it's a free free for all. You can come along. Would advise people to get there early. They are saying that they're only insured to have around a thousand people on the fall court. But the feedback, the say that we're getting, and from people who have been there before when we done the Celtic game, hmm. it's seemingly going to be a hell of a lot bigger this mm-hmm. time around. And they're saying they'll have a bit of security at the front just to try and control the amount of people that's tuning them from. Yeah. So they, they they also did the hotel then put on a DJ layer on them for when everyone returns for the game. And there's also been MS charity that we're going to do for as well there's a barbecue on the day and we've also got a kids on with face painters and stuff so any money that's contributed on that is all going to be given to the charity MS that will be yes. on the day also as well that's, that's well done that's look, superb yeah. we, 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 we'll pop along on the day 
Yeah, whoever yeah. you're, you're not here. No. Um, Andy, you're here. Yeah, I'll be definitely coming along to Jamie, that. Jamie yeah. and Neil are there as well. Yeah, yeah I'm going so as well. You are James. James is going as well. So we plenty of the trippers crew. Yeah, we'll mm. probably bring along and do it with a periscope and yeah. fuck yeah. the outfield wrap, right? Exactly. So we've offended everybody else. So imagine. How you lads? At Skill Zone and Firehouse Pizza. Actually, pizzas on the day. Firehouse Pizza should deliver a load of pizzas that day as being as main sponsors. Maybe get a spot price from Skill Zone. Yeah, exactly. Right, perfect. Okay, lads, thanks for that. And over now actually do the outro quickly so that was that so that was the pod brought to you in association with Firehouse Pizza and Skill Zone <laughs> as of next week uh, big thanks as ever to the Astro who do let us work here and do our bits in and out um, uh, as ever um, as we say get down to Dell he'll give you a 33% discount <laughs> on football <laughs> <laughs> the discounts are increasing <laughs> it's right it wasn't a fucking sinner in the place come down he'll just let you play all day for free just come down. <laughs> There's always somebody here. <laughs> uh, anyway, look, a big shout to the lads for coming in tonight. Of course, there was Stephen Daly when he came out after doing his SDI tests. Um, Sai Mooney, of course, in for the first time tonight. Shane back in again for his second one of, of the preseason. Andy and his football. What do you call him? <laughs> What's his name? Mr. Wilson. Um, and, and of course, James O'Regan. And it was myself, uh, Casey. We'll be back next week. I think we. Oh, I never did the announcement. Um, I won't do it either in case I can't get it to work. Yeah, keep it on Twitter. We'll keep, yeah, we keep it on Twitter. We keep it on Twitter instead. <laughs> Big announcement. Big announcement. Right, so that's it. You're off here this week. The Steve will choose the interview. STI is out tomorrow with George Sefton. Yeah! Good man, that wasn't a take two at all. Right. I definitely didn't just say George Stefan. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, Sorry, George. Anyway, as we, as we say in Periscope, George Stefan. George Sefton. Seven. Seven. George Seven. Oh, I need to Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as slow as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Sports Social Podcast Network.